One in two women wear the wrong foundation. Are you? Time to upgrade. Il Maquillage is the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. Available in 50 shades of flawless natural coverage, all cruelty-free. And with Try Before You Buy, it's risk-free. Take the Power Match quiz to find your perfect shade and try it free for 14 days. Go to ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. Hi, I'm Lucinda and welcome to an ASOS podcast, My Big Idea. Today, we're going to meet Alicia, who runs The Kit, a boutique that's sold on ASOS Marketplace. Here is Alicia and her big idea. Hi Alicia, and thanks for joining us today. Um, So, to get started, please can you explain what The Kit is, which is your business that you sell on ASOS Marketplace? Yes, uh, the kit is a jewellery collection on Marketplace. It's made up of kind of 90s minimal jewellery. Yeah. Um, I started maybe a year ago, year okay. and a half ago, so it's very, very new. Um, but yeah, it's on Marketplace, and yeah, it's, it's pretty new. So we should probably let everyone know that you also have a job at Marketplace. You're yes. an employee of ASOS. So what's your job title uh, at ASOS? Editorial coordinator. So I do a bit of social but mostly kind of content, so yeah. all the content on site, women's wear and men's wear. So it's quite nice. Um, it's quite nice just doing both. I quite enjoy doing men's wear as well as doing women's wear. Yeah. So yeah, it's really fun. So what came first? Was it the editorial coordinator job at ASOS or was it the kit? It was editorial coordinator. Okay. And I was on marketplace for about oh three years, and then I started my own business. Okay. So it was a while to try yeah, get into fantastic. it. Yeah, fantastic. So um, just going back to the start then, when you first joined ASOS, yes. um, was this your first job as editorial coordinator or had you worked elsewhere? Uh, this is my second job actually. Okay. So I left high school, I yeah. didn't go to university, right. um, I took a gap year which like, didn't really didn't really go back or anything, okay. but, um, and then I worked at Zara and yeah. I went for a job as a salesperson, yeah. uh, but when I got there the manager hired me as a merchandiser instead. So. That was a big jump. I didn't really know what the title even was. So I went home, Googled it actually. And then um, I went in and I got training on that. And I worked there for 11 months. Right. And then I worked at ASOS. Um, and I started as a fashion assistant and kind of worked my way up um, okay. as editorial coordinator. Oh, great. And what does your day-to-day... Well, you explained a little bit about what your day-to-day job kind of involves. Um, did... Where did you get that experience from? Was it just sort of learning on the job? It was definitely learning on the job. I think I've always had an interest in fashion from day one. And everyone says it, but I really, really, really did. Um, a good example is when I was nine. Yeah. For a school project, we had to decorate um, like, like rocks and stuff. And yeah. everyone had like love hearts and butterflies and girly things. And I literally just wrote DKNY going across my, my rocks. So I think from then, yeah. my mum even knew she was yeah. like, she's definitely going to work in fashion. Fantastic. It's set in stone, literally. So, and in your day job um, as editorial coordinator for ASOS Marketplace, are you in touch with lots of Marketplace sellers? Yes, um, all the time. We're always uh, calling in product for the magazine or to shoot for social. So I'm always trying to try and get in contact with them mm-hmm. and um, select pieces and ask them if they've got any new collections coming up or if they're doing any new shoots. Yeah. So yeah, we're always in contact. 
And how is it then that you've then decided to set up your own business as well, the kit? Like, I would imagine that's quite a big challenge to take on. I work at ASOS as well, and I can't think of doing much else in my spare time. That's it. Like, going home and going back online is hard enough in itself, but it's fine. I just think seeing 900 extra boutiques you get inspired that you really do and you think oh I can definitely just do that and I have I built quite a strong Instagram following so I knew that I could push it on that so it kind of came hand hand in hand almost right so and the jewellery because that's what the kit is like you said sort of minimalist 90s pieces and by the way have a look because it is really cool thank you feels quite like an exclusive little selection which is good um why jewellery? Like, what made you think of jewellery? Um, I live in a very small flat in London. Okay. So I think housing clothes would just be ridiculous. My wardrobe is already just out of control. Yeah. So I think jewellery was really easy and really manageable. But jewellery to me has always been something very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kit, the, the name, it comes from almost your starter kit so you have a staple watch and classic earrings and that statement necklace it's always kind of having those pieces you can layer up and um, or you can just have one watch on and it's still kind of look put together so you mentioned that you know it is about going home in the evening and then doing the kit when you get home what is it that you're doing when you get home? Is it processing orders? Is it taking photographs? Is it sourcing? Everything. How, right. Literally everything. So I think orders in the evening is okay. what I do the most. Um, I try and shoot when it's light outside, so I might come into work an hour early because I know that it's going right. to be bright outside. And I'll try and shoot then because, especially because it's winter, by 4 p.m., it's, yeah. it's really, really dark. So, Or like I'll shoot at lunchtime. So it's okay. just kind of finding the right time yeah. but squeezing it in when I can and so are you also doing that job of then taking the orders to the post office at lunchtime, sending them out yeah all the time weekends post office lunchtime post office I hate the post office I really <laughs> do but it has to be done okay fine and what's the kind of what's the most enjoyable part of doing it um, I think seeing people tag you on Instagram when they've okay. styled, they styled up their pieces or they've shot flat lays, I love seeing that. That's, yeah. that's definitely my favourite. And what's the hardest bit of it? Um, the hardest bit is, is definitely going home and going back online. I would Really? Yeah, it's just, it's just, you just want to go home and relax, but you can't. And yeah. I have got used to it, but even at the weekends, knowing that you have to spend a couple of hours on a Saturday, I try and limit it, so it's just only a couple of hours in the morning of maybe a Sunday just to try and, you know, catch up with things or replying back to customers, and I love doing that, don't get me wrong, but it is a lot. And do you have any plans sort of to take it bigger or to do more with the collection? Um, well, I'm going into handmade pieces, Are so you? I've got a couple of ideas, yeah. um, which hopefully should go live at the end of the month, but I think that's going to be a much bigger project. And is that something you're going to make? Yes, literally handmake it myself, wow. so it's it's going to be tough, and I'll give you kind of a hint into it, it's going to be like monogramming a little bit, okay, so cool. I think that will be quite difficult because I have to do every individual piece, so um, that can be tough. You, why have you decided to do that? Like, why... Um, I just think it adds something a little bit extra just to know that you're wearing something that was handmade by someone I think that's just quite a cute little extra touch so is that about sort of like just wanting to do more and make a better product 
and sell more or is it you know or is it just because it's something that you want to do and you just sort of feel creatively driven um i think it's more creative okay um and again like i said it's having that one like one of a kind piece and i think marketplace in general there's so many amazing brands on there from all over the world and whether it's vintage or their new brands you can always find that one of a kind piece like i'm wearing a denim jacket today which is one of a kind that is just having those pieces that that makes me so excited to know that no one else is going to have it yeah yeah no i think that's amazing and when you can find that stuff really easily definitely it's really fantastic and what about the business side of things like you know you're selling stuff so you're making money um are you doing all of the accounts um it's it's quite small just now so yeah. it doesn't really need any kind of accountant but okay. my dad's there and he's okay. great for, for answering any questions but just yeah. good like he's very uh, business minded whereas my mum's a baker so she's okay. quite creative so it's kind of good to kind of ask them both the kind of questions yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah I think my dad would probably always be my first like protocol in okay. terms of any kind of questions because yeah, yeah, you yeah. always have the answers and have you um, sort of relied on your friends or anything to kind of help you either decide that something looks great or give you some help when you're like packing or dealing with orders like who yeah. do you rely on because it must be quite tough on yeah your I've got my uh, best friend for example when I was in New York she kind of okay. helped me with like the orders and stuff which is really helpful yeah but also my sister um yeah. she models a lot of my, my pieces oh, fantastic. Uh, we did a shoot last summer which was just like loads of kind of like it, it was more uh, 90s pieces which mm-hmm. aren't really my style I'm okay. working a bit more classic so yeah. it was good to try and get her in because that's her style so yeah, yeah my, my sister and yeah, I always go to, go to my friends because we all have similar style. Yeah. We're all that kind of age. So, yeah, yeah. definitely go to them. And do any of your friends have businesses? <laughs> um, no, they don't actually. No. Um, it's just me that I think that has my own uh, business. What do they think? What do you think that they think of that? Are they sort of amazed or do they think you're mad? No, I think they're more amazed yeah. uh, at the fact that I can kind of do both jobs and have a social life yeah. so I think balancing like just knowing that someone can just do that I think they're quite like I don't want to sound like kind of like inspired by it yeah, so yeah, yeah. and hazed yourself in that sense definitely I definitely didn't think I've had the motivation to keep it up because really? <laughs> I get I'm, I'm not a flake at all no. but keeping things going like blogs for example yeah. that's been a struggle in the past yeah. so I think the fact that being motivated but I think it is the customers that keep you going because you get like tweets or Instagram like oh I love that piece or I love so it's that kind of keeps you going yeah, a little bit. I suppose you're building like a community yeah, around the exactly. kit. And is there a sense of community with you and other marketplace sellers? Uh, yeah, like you always get lovely like comments on your Instagram okay. from other boutiques um, mm. that are supportive. But I, I do part of the, the marketplace social and I always see everyone chatting or okay. they've used like, pieces from other boutiques to style up their like whatever it is, their piece that, that, that they're selling. So you always kind of see a community aspect within them as well. So, yeah, yeah, sure. And I know that at the moment there's this campaign that's running, which is um, Be Your Own Boss, yes. um, which ASOS Marketplace is running. And it means essentially that you can have a space three months rent-free and try out the idea of running your own boutique on ASOS Marketplace. Um, that sounds really exciting. I personally don't have anything to sell, <laughs> but I'm sure there are lots of people listening that do. What would your three tips be if you wanted to give it a go and get started? What are the three tips? My three tips uh, are, one, to understand that 
it does take a lot of effort yeah. in terms of things like photography and lifting but the way the marketplace is set up it's so simple to try and get started like you just have to go and apply for your boutique and you'll get approved and you can just start up straight away and it's just a platform that has a great audience of people that are aged like like kind of twenty something yeah. that they can be get catered to. Like you already have the audience there. You just need to know how to, um, for example, sell up your pieces and have yeah. a strong collection. Um, but my other tip would be, like, like I said, photography. I think that's a massive thing on marketplace. Mm. Um, but you can shoot kind of Instagramy and things okay. like that. So it's not too difficult. Yeah. Um, and my third tip is understanding pricing and I think okay. that's quite a big um, issue because I would see a marketplace it's about having that right kind of price point that our customers are quite young so yeah. understanding that kind of right kind of price point is definitely key. So I think that pricing point is quite interesting I think you know you mentioned that idea that what's really nice what keeps them motivated is having customers and then also like tagging when yeah. and showing you what they love yeah. but also um, that's that business side of things is then how you price and get things right yeah. but where did you learn that was it trial and error or it was definitely trial and error and I still kind of don't really know <laughs> but again I go back to my dad and I'd be like dad help me okay. but with like margins and things I've never I've never been a buyer I've never had any of that kind of experience yeah. it's just kind of judging what you think mm. and you can just see like if on marketplace there's something selling and if it's not selling you just kind of bump that price in a little bit and if okay. it flies then there you go that's yeah, sorted you it. yeah so it's just kind of yeah it's definitely just trial and error um that must be quite exciting you know that's the excitement of the retail world if you like which is yeah. you can change prices really quickly yeah. and make a difference so the other part of it which is around that sort of community and the social platforms obviously that you need to work on what social platform that has worked best for you? I would say Instagram, um, definitely, because you can see how you can style up the piece, or you can lay it flatly, or you can see how, again, like I said, other customers style up things. But I also see Snapchat as the new kind of thing and oh, I'm really? trying my, my best to try and get into it Yeah. Um, but doing things like haul videos on there and I think it makes it a lot more personable so you can mm. see the person behind the brand oh you so can, do you show yourself yes, off yes yes so I can do like outfit posts also yeah. I can just show like packing up orders or shooting new things behind the scenes I think that's yeah. great for, for Snapchat it's amazing how fascinated people are by so many people yeah you, you know. Should, do you know what it is nosy it's so nosy yeah. that's what it is but it's, it's it's fun. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. And do you have any mentors for like your business or are there any other brands that you look up to? I mean, you're lucky you're at ASOS. Yes. Um, I think for pre- uh, mentor-wise, I would definitely say my mum. Yeah. Um, I know it sounds so super cliche. No, but, lots of people have said But it. I think creatively, she just knows and she knows what I like and she just kind of, she's always there for help and for mm-hmm. guidance. And yeah, definitely my mum. But in terms of um, brands, yeah. um, Rumi Neely, the blogger, Fashion Talks, has set up her own brand. Yeah. And she does these amazing talkers. So I think she's set up her own business. You kind of, kind of see how what she's doing yeah. and things like that. Yeah, definitely Rumi Neely. I love her. Mm. I love her style. So yeah, yeah definitely. Cool. And where do you see the future? Like, do you think that it will all be about, you know, trying to run two things in parallel? both the job and the kit mm-hmm. or do you hope that one day the kit might be the thing I think it's always going to be 
working ASOS and doing the kit. I just, Do you have to say that? Yes, yeah, no, 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 no. I just love working here, so it's... Yeah. But at the same time, it is still a hobby, and... But then I don't want to say no, so mm. it's just kind of a, it's kind of a hard thing. Like, I'm not a vision board type person, or I'm not someone that's planning my life for the next five years. I kind of fell into the job, so I just want to kind of see how it goes. Yeah. But I think for the moment, it's definitely going to be the ball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Um, well, thanks so much for talking through. Thanks for having works me. on Marketplace and the kit. And like I said, if you haven't checked it out, you should because it's really great. Thank thanks, you. Alicia. Thank you. That was Alicia and her big idea. Don't forget to tune in every week to an ASOS podcast, My Big Idea. You can download the series on iTunes, Acast, or your other favorite podcast app. See you next week. Take a moment for yourself. Download Pet Rescue Saga and bring a little color to your day. Just match two or more blocks of the same color to clear the level and save the pets. But moves are limited, so plan them carefully. With eye-catching graphics and colorful gameplay, work your way through hundreds of pet-puzzling levels. From the makers of Candy Crush Saga, King presents Pet Rescue Saga. Download it from the App Store or Google Play.